Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have an amazing guest. He's a repeat guest on the show, and he's none other than Mr. George Ross. George worked in the Trump Organization as executive vice president and was Donald's right-hand man for close to 47 years. He taught at the law school at NYU for over 20 years. He's the author of two best-selling books on real estate and negotiation. He's one of the wisest men I know when it comes to real estate and real estate law. On today's show, we're talking about the current market conditions and in particular, the market conditions for lending. Listen to my conversation with George Ross. Good evening, George. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, because I can hear you fine. I'm sorry you got a little delayed. You got some workers doing outside. No problem. No problem. Okay, let's get started. Well, we're just thrilled to have you here again, George. Good. Glad to be there. So, George, we're still discovering what this economy is all about. It seems to be changing day by day. The statistics I'm hearing, on the one hand, that the economy shrunk 42% in the month of April. On the other hand, Mm -hmm. the market seems to be rebounding and is close to its February highs. I don't know if it's disconnected from the economy. Maybe everyone's just front-running the Fed, saying the Fed's going to fix it all. What are your thoughts? Well, I think it. I, I, I think it'll it'll play itself out. I really do. Uh, things. It, it, it seems to the the fear and the uncertainty seems to have diminished quite a bit, and I think will even diminish even more as time goes on, and you'll get back to some type of a, uh, a maybe a new normal. But I don't. I don't see much much change over the over the long long run at all. I think at that point you hang in there. It's going to be fine. I'm very optimistic. I've been on calls with a number of lenders. The underwriting rules seem to have changed dramatically. Uh, there's almost no money available for new construction at the moment, or if there is, it's very expensive. There seems to be money available for distressed assets, although the distressed af- assets haven't really appeared in large numbers yet. That's probably still a few months away. And one of the things that I'm hearing from the lenders is because there's so much uncertainty, they are asking for a lot in reserves, you know, 12, 18 months of interest reserves on top of... Forget it. Forget it. You can negotiate with them. I don't care what they're asking for at that point. You don't have to give it to them. They're going to they're gonna be happy to, happy to work out the loans if you can't. If you plead hardship and you can't do it, they're not, they're not about to call in any loans. So uh, I think you could. I think without a question, you can play hardball with the banks, and they'll go along with it. I can understand that they may not want. They may not want to give you more money on it, but when they're asking for reserves, forget it. The loan to value is still there. That didn't change. Only they're 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 feeling at that point that that maybe they want a little more protection. They're not entitled to it. So if you were having that conversation, how would you conduct it? Well, it's just, I'd say they ought to be happy to have me as a as a as a borrower. They don't want bad loans. No, you, you, you're willing to stay current. As long as I'm willing to stay current, that's fine. In the event that the loan goes, in the event that the loan goes into default, we'll talk. But meanwhile, leave it the way it is. And they will. They will. It's not a question. There's a bank, the, the bank's going to have to uh, uh, you know, pull, in, uh, pull in a little bit at this point. They're not, they're not going to control the situation. You can't, they, they don't want to foreclose. They can't foreclose. And the banks are not, not the banks, the, the courts are not in their corner. By any means, they're in the corners of the borrowers. So the borrowers, it's a good time for a borrower to take a for to dig the heels in, and not to destroy the relationship with the bank. But certainly, the bank doesn't have to doesn't have the right to do more. If you tell them they're not going to do it, that what are they going to do? They're going to do nothing. 
and the loan, as long as the loan, the value is there is good. They shouldn't be taking advantage of the situation. Why? Why are they taking advantage of the situation? What happened? The value of the real estate didn't change. It's just the, the atmosphere or the nervousness of the banks. So, I don't, so what? Well, the, the, the value, the intrinsic value of the property hasn't changed, but if the value is pegged on multiples of net income and we are don't in forget it, multiples, Don't forget multiples. I don't care what it's pegged on. The real estate, you don't do it. You, 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 unless the loan, loan is in real dire trouble, which it's not, the bank is not entitled to refinance or, do, or, or put more pressure on. I don't care what they say. This is not a voluntary situation, and they're not going to do anything. So as long as they have a borrower that's, that, that, that look, says, yeah, I'm ready, I'm willing to, to live up to the terms of my loan, but I ha- you have to give me help. They're going to give you help if you, if you push it. But if you let them, they're going to say, well, look, you got to protect me. You don't have to protect the bank. They're fine. They're, they're okay. I can understand their concern, but that's bankers, not borrowers. Now, I can understand this one if you went in for a brand new loan or you had to pay a premium in order be, because fina- they're financing new construction and there's not necessarily a market or a known market for the new construction. There's a risk factor, but there's not a risk on existing loans. Agreed. Agreed. So on a new origination, what kind of negotiating leverage does uh, does a borrower have? Well, it's a question of what the bank has. But understand, banks have plenty of money. They have plenty of money. You know, all the all the monies that came up, the, 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 all these, these stimulus bills that were passed in the United States in Congress, they're all guaranteed by the United States government. The banks don't have to worry about it. They're going to get paid. If not for necessarily by the borrower, they're going to get paid by the government. That's why the loans were made. The banks are willing to make it because they, it's, it's a non-risk situation. So all we're talking about really here is, is making new loans. And if they make new loans, that's, they, they're entitled to whatever the, the uh, traffic will bear, uh, knowing the, inconsist- the, the inconsistency of, uh, of the market at this particular point in time. It might not be a, 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 a propitious time to make the loans because it's just, a, you know, it's too uncertain. However, on existing loans that are there, I would tell them, you know, basically, it's a good, you can play hardball with the banks nicely, nicely. They ought to be happy. Hey, I'm struggling to make a living and you're trying to call in my loan. You can press the banks very, very hard at this and they'll, 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 they'll do, they'll have to work with you. So now's a good time that you, you can push the banks pretty good. You know, say, I can't, can't afford to pay this. I got to reduce this. We'll, we'll extend it. You'll get your money, but over a longer period of time, but you got to help me out in the short range. They're going to, they're going to have to do it because they have no alternative. What's the alternative? They're not going to foreclose. They don't want to foreclose, and they can't foreclose. When I say can't foreclose, it is right right now. I'd hate to be a bank trying to foreclose on a, on a loan with a loan was in good standing, and I'm calling it in on some kind of a technicality. So at this time during the moratorium on foreclosures, is now the time to negotiate, for example, six months uh, extension beyond the end of a loan, interest only, no principal? Sure. Sure, I would negotiate it and then say, "Fine, let's let's talk again and do it for six months, and we'll talk again in six months when the when the market's changed." But meanwhile, this way, let's do it for six months. They will. They have no alternative, really. Right, right. It's uh, they, they, there's nothing, there's nothing that they can do, realistically, that and they they, they don't want to be known as a bank that's taking a, a advantage of a a, a catastrophe. And they're not, and the, and the courts are going to throw them out. I mean, the courts and the judges are we're not going to tolerate that because it's not right. The bank is not losing any money. 
but the the, the borrower that could lose could lose their investment, which is they shouldn't lose except for the except for what happened. So you got everything in favor of the borrower and against the bank. Great time to negotiate. When lenders are looking for a seasoning period, or even investors are looking for a seasoning period under this new normal, whatever that is, what should we be looking for? Because often lenders ask for 12 months of seasoning. That's probably not reasonable. We No, they, they, they negotiate. If you don't do anything, they can't do anything. What are they going to do? If you, don't, if you can't make a deal, what are they going to do? Nothing. They have to do something to you to keep it. They don't want to have a loan on the books which is non-performing loan. So you say, okay, I will consider it as, will, will, that it won't be a non-performing loan. It can perform, but we have to rearrange. I need help because of the, so the financial situation, and you should give it to me because that will keep you as a, as a current loan on the books, which is very important in your balance sheet. The borrower has all the edges here. This is, not a, this is an ideal climate. For a, uh, a a borrower not to not to, not to make payments or effectively to renegotiate the terms of the loan on a short range. Words, I wouldn't say to the bank, "Good, I'll make the loan half and I'll pay it off," at this, or or the interest rate lower. But I wouldn't I wouldn't take uh, anything from them that they're going to make it increase because that make them happier or it it, it satisfies the whims of uh, the bank president or some people there. Forget it. Absolutely not. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You should know that all I'm saying is you got a loan with a banker. Not at the time. Boy, you can do tricks with that banker. All you have to do is plead poverty. What are they going to do? Nothing. They're going to try to keep the loan current. So you say, I'll do, I'll do everything I can in my power, but I need your help. I can't make the payments. I can't do this. We got to restructure. I need a six month extension. And then we'll talk again in six months, but I'm, I'm not, don't make it worse. What happened in this, uh, with, with the, uh, virus is not my fault. And the property is still, the value is still there and it's still a good loan. You, they do not want a loan to go into default. Absolutely not. They'll do everything they can to stop it. Right, right. So it's a time for borrowers just to, just, you know, uh, to be, be forceful. You got all the edges. I mean, with the, with the moratorium and everything that's going on, where are they going to go? A foreclosure generally. If the, comp- if the bank started a foreclosure, first of all, there were all kinds of delays before they could start a foreclosure. By the time the foreclosure be effective, you're down somewhere between around two years. So two years at that point before something absolutely terrible happens and you're gonna lose the property. Two years is a long time. And they don't wanna be there. They will be, they'll do everything they can to not to be in that situation. But you have to be satisfied, yeah, I can take a firm stand with a bank, which is not typical borrower. The borrower usually says, if this is what the bank wants, I have to do it. This is a situation. I don't care if this is what the bank wants. I don't have to do it. And the bank will have to do ultimately what the borrower wants to do along assuming it's reasonable. So if you say, I'm not going to make any payments for six months, that's not reasonable. But you say at that point, I can only pay half, right? And to carry the rest on this. So I'm going to, so we'll accrue the interest on it. We'll make something out that you're whole or almost whole, but you got to work with me. The banks will do that. No, that's that's very good advice. That's very good advice. Yeah, I can't. I can't be. I really can't be forceful enough on this situation, boy. But I'm telling you that if I had a piece of property and I had a, I was going to renegotiate negotiate with my bank. I love to do it now because I've got all the edges. 
They can't do it. They can't do a thing. It's against public interest, and they're not going. They, they don't want to get the reputation of having that. And they can't. They can't. Can you imagine? Just imagine what goes on, and they go to try to foreclose a loan before a judge as a result of the the coronavirus and the hazards it created. The courts will be forget it. Play it for the, the borrowers with this. What can play a firm hand? This is not business as usual. Wow, I love that conversation with George. One of the things that I love about George is he has the experience. He's got the wisdom of the ages. At 92 years of age, he's pretty much seen it all. And as you could probably tell, George's stance caught me off guard. And I love bouncing ideas off of George because of his unique perspective. So for the listeners at home, obviously you want to seek your own independent legal counsel. Make sure that you're getting good legal advice for your own specific situation. I certainly wouldn't want any borrower basing their decision solely on what they heard on a podcast. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.